Hi everyone, welcome to Everyday Fun Day Podcast. I am Teacher Jala. I don't know if you are following me on Instagram, but I shared a post from another account. So it was like reposting, but I shared in my story. <laughs> so yeah, I shared that. And it said, if you want a gentle child, be gentle. It was like a quote. I shared that because it was also what I am believing. Uh, the main strategy that I uh, say all the time in my teaching, in my classes, is role modeling. I think role modeling is really important because children learn really, really fast and they learn a lot from observing and imitating adults around them. So I always emphasize the importance of role modeling. So after seeing this post and sharing it on my account, I thought about how can I give some more specific strategy for you guys to be a better role model or to implement the role modeling strategy better in your daily life. So I decided to think about uh, the five factors of the growth mindset. I am a growth mindset teacher and there are five factors that I think it's important for growth mindset. And those five factors are self-esteem, independence, creativity, mindfulness, and self-love. So let's look at the self-esteem first. Self-esteem. Okay, first you can ask yourself first. Are you a person with a high, healthy self-esteem? Because if you are actually a person who had high self-esteem or healthy self-esteem, your self-esteem is going to show through your words or your actions in your life. So if you are a person with healthy self-esteem, you don't need to uh, try something else because it will just naturally show through your words and actions. But if you think your self-esteem is not really at the healthy level, or you, if you want your child to develop more self-esteem, uh, you can try to make up this kind of situation. You can bake a bread or bake cookies. You have to say this in front of your child because, because we are trying to make up a situation uh, being a good role model and <laughs> teaching our children. Okay, so make a bread and in front of your child, you can look at the bread and say, hmm, the bread didn't really come out the way that I wanted. It's supposed to be very soft, but it came out kind of hard. Hmm, it's a little disappointing. And, and then you can say, but from this time, I learned a few things. 
Now I know what things are important in the steps. So I'm going to make sure that I pay attention to these things next time I make it. And I'm sure next time it's going to come out better. I'm going to try next time again. This kind of situation will show your self-esteem to your child. Like you failed at something and you accept it, but you learn things from the situation and you have self-belief, self-esteem in you. So you say to yourself, you're going to try again. You're hopeful about next time, right? So you can... Uh, try making up this kind of situation. Let's look at the second factor, which is independence. Independence. Ask yourself first, are you an independent person? Do you think you are showing your independence in the daily life? If not, you can try this situation. So you can pretend like there is a bulb that has to be changed and it's on the it's on the ceiling <laughs> so it's not an easy task so you can say like this oh that bulb went out it has to be changed hmm it seems like very high hmm what should i do what should i do should i wait for your daddy because daddy is taller. Hmm. But I want the light on now. Hmm. How about I try with the chair? I think with the chair, if I go up on the chair, I can reach to the bulb. Let me try. And then you can try it and then change the bulb. <laughs> and then you can say like this. Oh, I did it by myself. Well, it seemed challenging. But I tried it and I did it. Wow. I am very independent. Something like that. So you gotta, this is like a makeup situation, right? So you gotta do it in front of your child. <laughs> but if you are already an independent person and you show your independence a lot in your house, then you don't need to make up this kind of situation. But I just want to give you uh, some examples that you can try if you don't have any real ones. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the third one, creativity. Creativity. Okay. Let's ask ourselves first, am I a creative person? Hmm, this one is uh, a bit tricky, I would say. You might be creative inside, but you just don't have chance to show your creativity, right? Because, you know, life is busy. If you are creating some things at your house and your child sees you making, creating stuff at home, you don't need to make up a situation. But if you think you are not really a creative person, you can try this one. You can try DIYing stuff. For example, if you have a cardboard box, just keep one 
and then give it to your child. Oh, just remove the top part and give it to your child and say, hey, I think it looks like a ship. I think it can be a great ship. Do you want to decorate it? And your child can decorate the box just with the markers or some construction paper or even just stickers. So show that like you are using your creativity. Or you can try making a new dish, something different from the food that you normally make. Add some different ingredients or, or change the way of cooking and say, oh, I was a little creative today. I changed this one and this one. And it tastes different. How is it, everyone? Like this. You can show yourself being creative. And then you can use the word, I would recommend using the word creative. So your child can learn, oh, this is being creative. All right, move on to the fourth one. The fourth one is mindfulness. But mindfulness is also not very visible because it's a personal thing, right? Mindfulness, it happens in our mind. So it's harder to see from outside. Are you a mindful person? Do you practice mindfulness at home? It's important to show you having a mindful time to your child so that children can learn what the mindfulness means. If you don't practice mindfulness at home, my first recommendation is try to have a mindful time with your child together. For example, you can sit down for a moment, like just for a short period of moment, like for five to seven minutes, that's enough for young children. Just sit down with your child and then you can play a calm music and say, we're gonna have a mindful time for five minutes. We're gonna stop what we were doing and then we're gonna focus on ourselves, okay? So let's take a deep breath together. Let's take three deep breaths and then you can uh, ask how you're feeling. Like, okay, how are you feeling right now? I am feeling calm. I was running around the house because it was so busy from the morning, but now I am sitting down and I took a deep breath and I'm feeling calm now. How do you feel? So show your child that this is being mindful and this is having a mindful time. When you do it together with your child, it is more, you know, it is more fun, first of all. And secondly, it feels more real than just saying, you know, we have to have some time to be calm. Rather than just saying this, doing it together is much more effective. 
that you can try this with your child. If your child is not really familiar with being calm or having a calm time, then you can start just showing yourself having a mindful time alone. Well, for this one, you would need another uh, adult to supervise your child. Okay, so when someone is around you, ask them, ask that person to watch your child and you can say, uh, mommy is going to have a mindful time. I was so busy from the morning and I need some time for uh, my mind. I'm going to have my alone time. So I'm going to be in my room for 10 minutes. So please do not bother me for the next 10 minutes. And then you go into your room and have your mindful time. And then come back after 10 minutes. This can still teach your child that, oh, mommy needs calm time. We need calm time sometimes. And we need mindful time sometimes. Okay, let's look at the fifth factor, self-love. Self-love. Do you have your own self-care routine? Uh, I don't have specific routine, but I am uh, a serious self-care, self-love person. So I do a lot of self-care things. If you do that regularly in your house, like you don't need to make up a situation. But if you don't do those stuff at home, think about one self-care thing that you can do for yourself and do it in front of your child. For example, you can mm, put a face mask on, the facial mask, put it on. And you can tell your child that I'm going to have my personal self-care time for the next Five minutes. I am carrying my skin. Look at my mask. I'm caring for my skin and I want to give myself some uh, me time. So don't bother me for the next five minutes. And then you go into your room and enjoy that five minutes. Well, this one again, you will need another adult to watch your child. Well, if you don't have your own time, you can try having a tea time, maybe. Before bad time, you can say, I need some self-love time. I'm going to enjoy a tea. So you can do your own thing for the next five minutes or 10 minutes. Well, I feel like you will need another edit for this one as well. Because <laughs> your child may come to you and bother you. But these are just uh, some examples. You can, I'm sure you can think of other things. So yeah, we looked at the five factors of growth mindset. And I want to uh, finish this finish this talk with the reminder if you want to raise a confident child you have to be confident and you have to show the confident self if you want to raise an ambitious child you have to be ambitious you can have a growth mindset and work on your growth your child will look at you 
and learn the most from you. Okay, that's all I wanted to say today. I hope it helps you. I'm going to see you guys next time again. Bye.